Hello and welcome back in to week four of the fall 2022 curriculum podcast. We are working through the Sermon on the Mount. This is Landon. I'm here with my good friend, Allie. Hey guys. And this week we are diving into Matthew 5, finishing Matthew 5. Is that right? Or maybe not. I think we have a little bit more to go after this, actually, um, but we're in verses 17 through 30 this week. Yep, cool. So, Allie, if you just want to run with that, maybe set us up, recap us on uh, what we covered last week, and then what we're diving into this week. Um, yeah, so last week we were in the Beatitudes, which is like the blessed are. Um, it goes into being the salt of the earth, the light of the world. Um and yeah, the Sermon on the Mount covers a lot of stuff, so we're just going to keep rolling. Um, and so this week we'll be going over, um, Stock kind of labels this section of the Sermon on the Mount as a Christian's righteousness. And so we're going to look at what Jesus says about the law, anger, lust, and kind of um, what it is to reconcile with our brothers and sisters. So Love it. Cool. So as you dove into that, what um, maybe rose to the surface from you? What stands out? What do you feel like students need to hear out of this passage? I mean, I'm sure all of this really connects the campus a lot, um, but it was just interesting. I think generally anger and lust and even just like reconciliation, what it is to like forgive and to like actually have a conversation of like, okay, we need to sort this out. Um, relationally is really important um but I also think kind of approaching the initial section is what Jesus has to say about the law um and so it kind of Stott really addresses a lot of the like misconceptions about the law um that we have and so I just think that it's really interesting to talk about that that really stood out to me I'm kind of personally learning about a lot of that right now yeah um and so it just yeah it's cool to see how we're supposed to interact with it now that we have the promise of Jesus and we're looking to his return. So it's interesting to see how we're supposed to interact with it. Yeah. But. One thing we've talked about a lot to this point, I think the Beatitudes kind of lay the framework for is even what the, what the kingdom of heaven is going to look like mm-hmm. and what's valuable and what's important. And I think that um, Jesus is even kind of renewing some of these old laws and commandments that uh, his audience would be familiar with and renewing them and saying, uh, I'm going to take this to a whole nother level. Um, so you think about the life of the college student, um, maybe they're thinking, you know, I'm not going to be a murderer or I'm not, you know, even married. So how can I commit adultery? But, uh, how do you see this passage connecting to, to college students? Well, I think a lot of us and even myself personally, like, I think we fall into the, like the Pharisees, like I'm checking all these boxes. Like we're very like task oriented, but the truth is, is like, I think even in this, um, the book that Stott wrote, it says like the Lord examines the heart. And so it's much deeper. And he even says like our righteousness is to be so much deeper. Like that's what distinguishes us from um, the world and from, yeah, the people who like don't actually know the Lord. And so we're supposed to examine ourselves and how we interact and how we live life like so much deeper. And like the posture of our heart reflects some of our action, like what's deep inside is what's going to come out. And so yeah, it's very interesting. A lot of self-reflection for these, I think. Yeah. Um, but I think also for campus, anger, lust, reconciliation, like those are just rampant all over campus. Like we're on a secular college campus. And so um, it's really easy to just run with those things, like fleeting emotions or desires and not. And Jesus says like, you know, he's like, you're supposed to cut off 
your hand or your foot and gouge out your eye. Like we're supposed to really deny ourselves of these things. And so, yeah, it's interesting. It's very, a very clear call to live counterculturally. So, Yeah. I think naturally on the college campus, we're going to be in relationship with other people and being in relationship with other people is going to mean that there's going to be conflict and um, understanding how we, how we manage that well. And I think you're right to say, I mean, obviously sex is, you know, completely valued on the college campus. And so, um, I don't know that in turn, I think leads to, to lust being a common thing that we have to be, be on guard against. So that's good. Uh, as we jump into the, just like discussion of this scripture in group, what are maybe some red flags or things that we need to keep an eye on as we head into discussion? Yes. Um, Stock calls us out in the book on pages 40 and 41, and he's going to say it a lot better than I am. But in regards to um, the section about the law, there are, it's easy to be like, oh, well, these works are going to what are going to be like the determining factor for my salvation. And that is not the case. They're not salvific issues. Um, I think he says it as it's important to note that obeying the law is not how we're saved. It's the evidence of a regenerate regenerating life and so um it's the combination of like our hearts in addition to our actions and i think an additional scripture that's really important um or just kind of helps tie it in is james 2 19 through 27 talking about like faith without works is dead but it's so it's the combination of the two Mm -hmm. and just taking response i think this is like the act of taking responsibility of our faith and living it out accordingly yeah for sure. I think that that's something we'll hit on a lot this semester. I think the common red flag is, you know, this kind of works-based righteousness. And I think mm-hmm. that um, Jesus even lays out here that it really is about your heart. Um, when I think so much of like his audience would have perceived it as like what your your outward actions is what matters, not what your heart. Um, so Jesus is definitely switching things up here. Um, and that's good. So as we move uh, out of this week, as we think about even key takeaways, practical applications, how do you see, um, I don't know, what does that look like? Um, I think it's interesting because I think on gen- in general, staff has been having a lot of conversations about what accountability can look like um, in our own lives. And then also how um, can we encourage like our students to pursue that level of accountability, like vulnerability, the practice of repentance and confession and Um, those kinds of things. And so I think, honestly, that is something that I was thinking about a lot, um, specifically for this section of just like really examining um, where we're at with accountability, like even just asking the questions, like just take some time to sit and say like, okay, do I desire this? Do I already have this? Why don't or why do I desire accountability? Um, What does it practically need to look like for you? Like, Um, if you have a porn addiction or like those like, um, kinds of things, you probably need to have a plan to like put your computer away at night and ask a friend, you know, or how to deal with those temptations, like in those moments, like the day to day things of just ways that we need, um, accountability and ways that we can not run from our community in that way. Um, I think it's really easy to hide those things. Um, but that does impact your heart. And like Jesus says, like you can murder with your words. So it's mm-hmm. like, if you can do that, then what is, um, what else is affecting us? Um, and how can we like practically change our minds and our hearts and then therefore our actions as a reflection of that. And so, yeah, I would say just sit with some, just sit in some time and ask like, 
do you have accountability? Why am I not? Where are your desires at? And just kind of examine and check yourself a little bit. Yeah. And I think even in that, you're acknowledging that sometimes we can't even identify like our own heart's desires. Like we need to welcome other people into that. Mm-hmm. And I think we just live in such a, a surface level yeah. culture where sometimes we don't even take the time to examine the just where our hearts lie. And I think that we can also be that way with people that we're in group with. I mean, mm-hmm. we can welcome people in to maybe see our actions, but not to actually see our hearts. Right. And so I think in some way you have to allow people to see your heart before they can call it out and be like, Hey, I don't think your heart's in the right place on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think culturally we're just kind of averse to correction and conviction, but mm-hmm. <laughs> we're very obviously called to to live according to the convictions and what scripture says and even allowing that to to seep in it's not always fun but it's definitely necessary so yeah that's good well is there anything out of this passage you feel like we haven't hit on anything you think you just really want to highlight as maybe a final final word um yeah i think just again reiterating like there is so much in this passage and honestly as i was kind of like looking back at the prior weeks the beatitudes and those kind of things. I would just say, like, you don't have to absorb all of this in one setting. Like, I personally will probably be coming back to the different passages over and over, um, over the semester. Um, and so, and just remembering the Sermon on the Mount is like the whole, whole section of these scriptures for the whole semester. So, I mean, go through and, and pray through and look back what the Lord is speaking to you. I know for me, I definitely had some misconceptions about what some of the things actually meant and so yeah i'm excited for us to all spend some time and actually deep dive into the sermon on the mount so yeah well thank you for taking a a first deep dive at this to kind of set up our conversations for this week and we hope you guys have a great group and we will catch you next time for week five see ya